What do you consider to be an unremakeable film? Uh, the Sound of Music. Wrong. Why? Wrong. Why is that wrong? They made a, did it with Carrie Underwood. Yeah, that was like a live version, and it was, was like, terrible. Oh. Okay, it was terrible. all right. But I mean, like, what's something that, I'm not talking about the monetary uh, ambitions or aspirations of guy who's going to be fired in six months okay uh studio head uh what you know what's something that you wouldn't even touch gone with the wind oh, I bet it's coming. you think so there's got to be something in development oh boy you're probably right you're probably right although margaret mitchell did write scarlet yeah <laughs> she went back to the well yeah i know uh, nothing is sacred N- yeah i know as has been proven that tristar pictures wants to remake guys and dolls which is just crazy to me. Um, why How do you make guys and dolls? I don't know. I don't know. How would you even do that? I, I don't know. You, you. Give me who is okay. All right, I guess Ryan Gosling is Brando. He's our modern Brando, don't you think? Jeez. He's one. He's like six months I away guess. from a car wreck. Uh, <laughs> who's our Frank Sinatra? Uh, he might also be Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Who's Green. our singingest actor? And don't give yeah, me that right. Lin Manuel Miranda. Although, you know he's hard as a rock right now trying to get into this thing. Yeah, right? probably. He's like, I'll make it about Puerto Rican gangs, and it's yeah. like that might actually work. But why are we remaking Guys and Dolls? I I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think who's like the singingest most actor. Um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Guys and kids. Stop it. There's our title. Yeah. So quickly. That's so bad. Um, do, do we do we even... <laughs> do we have a little amped up from our, our Webster podcast? I think still? we are a little amped up, so... Uh, yeah. I got to take it down. Uh, do, do we even care about Runyon-esque stories anymore? Like, that was so... There's a reason that Captain Picard wants to... I know, Star Trek. Wants to be Dixon Hill. And the yeah. reason is, is that the guys who grew up in the 20s and 30s mm-hmm. who were writing in the 80s right. about this sci-fi guy were like, oh, I love those. Like, yeah, we're going to rub them out. Copper, she. We were right. doing it back when Kirk and Spock were in a fliver, you know, yeah. in the original series. Yeah. So that's like, but isn't that over now? Do you think this guy in a lumberjack shirt with a lumberjack beard and the um, MRA haircut drinking an IPA gives two tugs of Damon Runyon's nose about... Guys and dolls and thugs and give me them dice. No, no, I don't. (laughs) Nobody cares, right? And then, like, also, like, you know, when the film was originally made, the Salvation Army, there was nothing negative about them, but now they're they're kind of anti-gay. So how are they going to work that in there? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like see the funny thing is for mm, me, mm -hmm. I don't think it's a problem because it's a period piece. That's true. And people in the world of guys and dolls, whether or not even in the 30s the Salvation Army like didn't like gays like Marlon Brando doesn't care yeah I know he's just rolling dice right so I'm okay with it but you're right 
for the same reason that apparently, um, you know, millennials are like, what's this, Lolita? Oh, you love this? You love this this book? This movie? What, this I guy know. who bangs a, a girl? It's like, it's not, it's not really about that's, that. That is a huge tree. Look at that tree. I so know. big. I know. In this forest. Yes. So, yeah, that's the problem there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much time I'm going to spend on it, but I don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I agree Don't rock the boat. Don't do it. Yeah. Sit down. Yes. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're rocking the boat. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I agree with you. Um, I was I was actually in the musical in high school. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a fun show to do. But to, like, redo the movie just seems, like, completely wrong to me. I mean, you have uh, uh, both Marlon Brando and Frank Sinatra, which are just, like, pillars of... 50s cinema yeah and it ain't the 50s no more no and all the people who think it's the 50s i guess they still have buying power but like is this the first generation it is it is i'm answering all my own questions i probably ask them and then answer them (laughs) this is the first generation where there's no real uh, look i'm sure that the people who were voted for dewey (laughs) and he didn't win uh no matter what the uh, tribune tells you but we're all you know pensioners um what was it called? The, the bonus army, you know, bonus army people from World War One were like, I don't like this Truman guy. Right. And they were making their voices heard. Thank God it wasn't enough of their voices. And right. Truman won. That's what we're going through now. Right. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was always political and rock and roll never would have happened if the people, whatever the generation, the greatest generation or whatever. No, they loved rock and roll. Whatever it was before them. Yeah. Had had their way. There wouldn't have been any rock and roll. But right. culture moved on. Yes. I feel like culture is kowtowing to. The boomers still, they have a stranglehold on everything. Yeah, yeah, you're right. NCIS, 15 seasons or whatever. Yeah, who's... So let it die already. You've solved every crime there's, there is to solve. Who's who's going to go oh, out... It's more salt than pepper in up, up top of Mark Hammond, yeah. uh, Harmon now. Mark yeah, Hammond, I know. Whatever. <laughs> so. um, like, who's going to go see Guys and Dolls? Like, well, don't... I'll see it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate the idea that they're doing it, but I unless do too. it stars... Uh, What's her name? I actually like her now. Even Rachel Wood. Oh, I didn't yeah. Used to like her. Um, well, she's across the universe. She's been great in. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, I think she's uh, gotten way better as an actress. You know, let's and then cut. Good scene, everyone. Nice work. Yeah. That's what it sounds like when you listen to an episode of Just Enough Trope. It can just go <laughs> anywhere, and it can turn on a dime. Yeah. I'm your host Caliban, joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mikan Hana. As always, I yes. should say. And we're here to talk about all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. Plus, yes. Some opinions. Yeah, of course. Plus some opinions, of course. What you just heard. Yeah. Don't remake it. <laughs> Hashtag sit down. Hashtag sit down. Hashtag like sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Yeah. Don't do it. But yeah. anyway, uh, they're probably going to do it. Uh, Gene Simmons, of course, in that as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're here to talk about the news in Nerdy Entertainment. We're going to be doing that. Part of that news is the Game of Thrones Season 8 trailer. Yes. I thought we would... Um, Get ready. We're going to talk about the Get pilot. In... Comes. Get No. <laughs> Temptation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. I spent three hours on the internet trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you were there. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out if what product Get Getting Ready was used for. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a commercial in the 80s. Yes. I was convinced it was honeycomb cereal. Yes, that's Like right. you're getting ready. Maybe it is a cereal. You're Maybe that's ready in the morning. You need your energy it. from yeah. these sugar cubes. Right. And so you're going to like a kid's skateboarding. Helmet on, of course. And it's 
get ready honeycomb getting ready right, right. right you got your toast and your balanced breakfast i like how they right. have the boiled cereal and then like a whole spread from a, a cruise line buffet and that's how, i know right <laughs> that's the balanced part yeah uh yeah so anyway um no clue where we were oh that's right okay so we're going back to game of thrones uh, yes. in two weeks or so we'll have a review of i guess the pilot or maybe we'll just do like a check-in because there's only going to be seven episodes i know this is a huge deal so I maybe know. we'll check in episode by episode but i wanted to get that started by talking about the trailer we'll do that today and yes. our focus today this weekend guess what time it is mm. it's Shazam Ma- time? Magic time. Yeah. This is Shazam time. Shazam time. It's don't go with that old man into that cave time. <laughs> I, yeah. The, the seven deadly sins are right there. I know. Uh, yeah. We're talking about Shazam, uh, the new release from Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> DC. Marvel sounds like Warner. Yeah, I know, right? Warner Brothers, Marvel Brothers. Yeah. There were Marvel Brothers. Were there? Stan and Larry. Oh. Yeah. Were they circus people? It sounds like a circus. No, but sometimes it, the bullpen felt like a circus. <laughs> it's who you think it is. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Sand and his brother. Okay. He created Thor. Oh, all right. Sorry. Wow. Stan um, really did take all the credit for everything, didn't he? <laughs> Jack who? I don't know a Jack. Uh, anyway, so we'll be talking about that movie, and I thought we would sprinkle some of the comics in. That sounds good. They're weird. They, they are weird. They're weird. We'll talk yeah. about it later. What's going on? Um... Did you know about nothing much? The uh, Zoe Lister Jones has been tapped. Are we doing news? I guess we are. I right, forget it. Let's do news. <laughs> Zoe Lister Jones has been tapped to direct and write the Craft reboot. It is a joint. Uh, it is a joint production between Columbia Pictures and Blumhouse. Kill me now. Oh my gosh, Blumhouse is like everywhere. Do they have to be have their hands in like all the different jars for the horror they films? They do. I don't. <sighs> Hate all their films, and I don't even hate the idea that because like like New Line Cinema, New Line Cinema was like the house that horror built. Mm-hmm. They were doing all this stuff. A lot of it wasn't great, but they were trying a lot of things. No more, Mister Nice Guy. Wasn't Shocker a New Line movie? Probably. They were doing all this stuff, and you know, and they fell apart. But it's not a big deal. So I don't mind that. Like, great Blumhouse is the house that shaky cam found footage built right or whatever and then turn it into, into things like get out like you know us mm-hmm. nothing's coming to mind <laughs> give shyamalan his career back right uh i'm talking myself out of it <laughs> anyway they want to do this craft reboot that yes it's basically just it was crowd crowdsourced okay and crowdfunded okay seems similar not the same no this not. is not being crowdsourced or funded but it was definitely crowdsourced yeah because like, it was just Robin Tunney going to the cons and going, wouldn't you guys want to see me, uh, her shave her head again or whatever? Right, right. What's, what's going on with uh, Ben Stiller's wife? Right, <laughs> right. And just kind of drumming up support for this. Yeah. Uh, the black actress not in it. <laughs> not invited. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, so unfortunate. What do you think? Um, do you know Zoe Lister-Jones? I don't think I do. What she, else has she done? She's a writer and an actress, and okay. she's a director as well. Um, she's a very funny um, she's mainly on uh, Life in Pieces, the CBS sitcom. Okay. But she's also been on New Girl and uh, Delocated and some other shows. And so okay. it's kind of one of these, uh, you know, up and coming talents. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think uh, Fereza Bulk was like talking about it and talking about. Rachel True, that's her name. Okay. Should honor her by remembering her name. Um, was like, maybe she's going to actually be in it. She's not sure. Something like that. Um. 
Yeah, who knows if it'll be an extension or a... A total remake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not very clear just yet. So. Um, Other than that, no thoughts? I I don't know. I, I'm okay with it, I guess. I I enjoyed the, the one that came out in the 90s, so kind of like... <laughs> the why, only one? Why, why, yeah. So, like, I'm not really sure why redo it. Um, I guess if you're going to revisit those characters, fine. But, like, you know, Robin Tunney's character is probably still being a witch, and she's quote-unquote good she is the assumpta cerna role now she runs the oh the, the shop the courier shop. shop yeah sure and is teaching people about manu if they want to go with that don't you think you turn it into something more because wasn't the craft literally based on you know i, I don't think it's like perfect but I've, wicca people say that it's you know, yeah, yeah the, a lot of these things are now we don't tr- tr- want to make people's hair fall out or anything like no, that. No, we don't want to do evil things. But they took like, you know, kind of accepted mythology of that yeah. sort of um, religion and kind of took the dark side of it. Right. I wonder if they'll even bother with that. I don't know. I mean, I think they probably will. Isn't Satan scarier? Well, yeah, Satan is scarier. You sure. get you get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. That's what a high school dodgeball coach says. <laughs> It comes back to you times three. That's whatever, what it is. That's whatever, what it was. Yeah. whatever you send out to the world comes back to you times right. three. If you don't invite Rachel True to the con, yeah, it'll come back to you times, times three. three. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about uh, this poster that's been leaked about Star Wars Episode Nine? Okay. This is um, breaking news from yes. uh, that hashtag show.com. Uh, we've seen poster images. Of character designs, very one of those grainy photos that you see. Right. I uh, can't really show you on a podcast, but you can look it up at that hashtag show.com. We've seen designs of what Ray is going to look like, what Finn is going to look like. Yes. We've seen Lando. Lando. We knew he was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, now we got to see him. He looks a lot like they did let out Donald Glover's costume. Basically, yeah, I know, right? Which is interesting because he didn't look, Donald Glover doesn't look exactly like Empire Strikes Back. No. Lando. No. But they really made like new Lando look a lot like, like pre pre Lando. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, we've also seen, uh, of course, um, Poe Dameron's character and yes. two new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is supposedly uh, going to be Lando's daughter. Her name is okay. Jana. Okay. Uh, and there's another character called Zori, and we can only infer that she is a woman or a female alien uh just from um Looking clearly the, the actress playing her is uh yeah curvy who's a female okay all right um i mean this movie comes out around christmas right i yes. mean it sometimes i feel like these things are leaked on purpose <laughs> oh, like absolutely. to like yeah. create buzz <laughs> yeah and i and think co- that <laughs> star wars is is very guilty of that yeah. so um that's kind of what i'm thinking here uh Okay, cool. Um, if you take another look at Zori, yeah, and maybe um, just look at her sort of posture. Does this look like yeah. a Carrie Russell to you? Does that look like Carrie Russell? Oh, maybe. Without I could see that g- too grossly describing her. Um, yeah, we all we have to look at is her body. Uh, right, it looks kind of like Carrie Russell. Yeah, it could be Carrie Russell looks for sure. Like, turn around. <laughs> so I don't want to get too gross, but that's what people are speculating that this okay. is her character. Okay, well, that and makes she's sense. She's got this weird Art Deco sort of helmet on. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because we know she's going to be in the film. Mm-hmm. So and she has, was it Colbert? She was on somebody. I think she's on Colbert. And he's like, please, please give me, me something. And she's like, 
do, 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 well good here. for her yeah well of course i know but like sometimes you get you get actors who unfortunately <laughs> spill the beans looking at you tommy boy <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> um and like Mark Ruffalo, he's not always that great about it either. He just he's just really bad. I've, I've given my thing about Mark Ruffalo already, which is like, I'm just gonna live my best life. I'm gonna. I survived a brain tumor. You think it's like brain damage that he like oh, lets no, it slip? Well, oh my god, no! Okay. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like I'm you stared death I'm in the sorry. face. You've come back from it. Yeah. Now. Go crazy. Do movies you wouldn't normally do. Make out with Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. uh, Spoil films for multi-billion dollar (laughs) franchises, you know. Uh, Do a ton of charity work, which he's doing, you know. Right. Right. Three times. Whatever you give. Right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. Um, Are you looking forward to the new Star Wars film? It's at... There's... uh, there's this game called Sabacc in the uh, Star Wars universe. Okay. And you are, it's like 21, uh, but it's like 21, two player 21. You're trying to reach a certain amount and try to sure. beat the other person. And there's cards that have a positive value, a negative value, and a zero value that is okay. worth what they are. Okay. That's me. I am flat, flat as the earth is. Right, yeah. everybody? Right? Right. Uh, that's where I'm at. Okay. I am not excited. I am not dreading it. It has put Neutral. me. Neutral. Yes, they had a pretty good one, uh, one I didn't care for, a couple si- a side movie that was all right, a side movie I didn't care for. Yes. My valence is zero. I am a Star Wars neutron. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm going to see it, but it's right. just bring it on. Yeah. And I, have a, I predict that I will probably like it because when I go into things without expectations, I tend to, to, to like enjoy it more. them more, <laughs> to be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Spoilers for my review of Shazam. Um. I really kind of wish that they had um, let Luke Skywalker live at the end of the last. We can't. One. There's nothing we can do about anything. We can't do anything about that. I, I know. We can't do anything about uh, Carrie Fisher actually dying. Yeah. yeah, I know. I just you've been on the wrong horse. I just kind of feel like that. You know, like um, <laughs> never. I I just I just feel like his death was. You know, I feel like Han's death meant something. I felt like Luke's death was really anticlimactic and he just disintegrated and it was just... He, he reignited the flame of the rebellion. I know, but... Okay. But then he's gone. Yeah. He died somehow. He, he died somehow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, moving on. Let's talk about another Disney joint. In this okay. case, it is a Marvel joint as well. Angelina Jolie is in talks to star in Marvel's The Eternals. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, she's big star power, but I'm not particularly excited about this. Um, we are looking at something here where it's another, it's a very similar situation. It is Chloe Zhao. Okay, I'm is not directing. sure who that is. You wouldn't. Okay. She made a movie called The Rider, okay. which got a lot of acclaim. And then... <laughs> that vacuum? Marvel machine sucked up this oh, okay. uh, young talent. Sure. We're going to exploit you right. for your undeveloped talent. Right. <laughs> and you're doing this movie. Okay. Um, who do you think she's going to play? That is a great question that I want you to answer. Oh, boy. I don't I don't know anything about the Eternals, so I, I don't have the foggiest idea. You um, know that... Thanos is... Is an eternal. Kind of. He's part of turtle, part deviant. 
So is this going to be a movie about bad guys? See, nobody... Or are they kind of neutral and that they can be bad or they can be good? Yes. Okay. They are kind of beyond... They're kind of beyond human morality. Okay. They are very distantly humans. You know, sure. They were altered by the celestials or whatever years and years and years ago. And so we, we, we've got that going on. Mm-hmm. Because Thanos is such a hit. Yes. He is, you know, sorry, T'Challa. Sorry, Scott Lang. We'll see. Sorry, uh, Carol Danvers. Like, Thanos has been, like, the hit character of the last two years yeah, of, of Marvel right. stuff. Nobody can shut up about Thanos. So we've got to double down on that, right? Yeah, I suppose. And so um, their plan is to widely open up this cosmic element mm-hmm. in the like Marvel Universe. And the mm-hmm. way to do that is... Through the Eternal. A Shi'ar movie. Yeah. Oh, the Eternal movie, yeah. Yeah. Eternals. Uh, <laughs> have the X-Men go to space and actually uh, hang out with the Shi'ar. Uh, yes, uh, is the Eternal. So we're going to see Mentor. That is um, the, the fresh maker. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a guy named Alars, and he is, uh, you know, the father of Thanos. Okay. We're going to see Thanos's brother, uh, Star Fox. Okay. Uh, we have to make him less rapey somehow. Oh, great. Uh, we could probably do that uh, somehow. Um, maybe his brother, Zuras. Um, we also know that, um, or Suisan, that's uh, Mentor's wife. So okay. I'm, I don't know who she's going to play, because Suisan, Jim Starlin, great writer, Right. Masculine characters. Yeah. Not a lot of girls. And if there are, they're in a fishnet bodysuit and they're the most deadliest woman in the galaxy. Okay. So nice. I'm not sure who she's going to be. Like, who is she? Yeah, I know. I, I I don't know. Somebody powerful, obviously. But um, Marvel's girlfriend. Marvel's girlfriend. Who I can't remember. She's at his bedside. Okay. Who is it? I don't remember. You read Death of Captain Marvel. I know. That's I how important. I can't remember. <laughs> That's how important the character is. Who her name is. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge like Angelina Jolie fan. She's not a bad actress. Uh, she's just not my favorite. Um, maybe she's deaf. Maybe she's deaf. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Although I thought that was kind of Kate Blanchett's thing. Um, I don't know if Kate Blanchett is coming back. I don't know if she is either. But we didn't really technically see a body. Yeah, but they've already jettisoned, you know, his whole love of death anyway. I get that it would be kind of hard to sell people on. I guess. But the eco terrorist thing they replaced it with is like, I mean, it's resonated clearly. People like, like this idea of like, you know, uh, what do you do? Um, you've got people three, going six, hungry. Six people in three chairs. Yeah, you I know. And Thanos right. is like, kill three people. I know. And uh, Tony Stark's like, build three chairs. Right. And Anakin Skywalker's like, kill them all. <laughs> the women, the children. I know, right? So uh, we don't know. We don't know. Okay. Uh, it's just going to continue. Do we know approximately when they're going to get this movie made? They turn around pretty fast. Um, 2021 2021 something like that yeah, yeah. okay there's a uh, interview with Feige talking about sort of the future of the Marvel Universe and he's doing that thing where he makes like vague positive promises but he's also saying like don't start waiting in line just yet like it's gonna take some time to get this stuff out so. right and okay. it should yeah it, it should, should. Uh, speaking to people who have been in 
uh, Marvel films recently. Brie Larson is uh, exiting Charlie Kaufman's Netflix movie. Oh, why is that? Um, I think that she's just overworked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's got too many things on her plate. Yeah, I mean, Captain Marvel, uh, the Avengers movie. Um, she just um, had her own um, directorial debut uh, come oh. out with uh, Netflix, The Unicorn Store. Okay. And so she was set up to be in this new um, psychological thriller uh, that Charlie Kaufman was doing for Netflix uh-huh. uh, called I'm Thinking of Ending Things, but she is going to leave the film. Oh, okay. And she's going to be replaced um, by an actress named Jessie Buckley. I've never heard of her before. Boy, um, I don't know her either. Okay. I think she was in Taboo. Oh, all right. Wait, we've seen Taboo. We have seen Taboo. Who is she in Taboo? I don't know. Is we she nev- the we, actress? We never do. Oh, yes. She's the actress. Oh, okay. Who, yeah, who was like... Um, James, whatever his yes. name is, he yes. saves her, and then yeah. he's got to put up with her hanging around. And right. I like her, but I'm not really sure why she's in the show. <laughs> right, right. To take because it seemed like we were rooting for him to get together with Una Chaplin again, but Una Chaplin's nuts. Yeah, she is. Uh, which is kind of his fault. Yes. So she's the one character who's like, you know, I'm I'm sort of morally gray too, and I can tell. That you act like you're morally, morally gray, but you're a good person. And he's like, I've literally eaten human flesh. And he's like, whoa, okay. Well, I was wrong. You are not a good person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. A <laughs> uh, little more Disney uh, Marvel news. It sounds like the um, Gambit movie is oh, on boy. hold. <laughs> Yet again. How is this even news? I, I, I there don't know. There should just be a light we all look yes. at. Yes. Like, on, off, up, it's red. <laughs> Red, yellow. Yeah. Oh, it's green. It's Simon green. Kinberg, yellow, uh, red. Simon Kinberg. Yeah, there is no yellow. It's either on or on. Okay. It always goes slow, even even if it's green. Um, <laughs> Simon Kinberg, uh, super producer, you know, for Fox, the Fox side of things, uh, was talking to people uh, recently. Um, I think it was at the uh, premiere of the Twilight Zone, which we will also have a yes. review of soon, probably next week. Next week. Um, and he was talking about how um, all the Fox movies are on hold, basically. Wow. Okay. I mean, I guess I can see that happening because of the merger, but yep. that's a little disappointing. Tatum, Jenny Tatum is still connected as a producer and presumable, presumably the star. To star. But, yeah. you know, this guy, he does a lot of work. He what does. If they want to do Magic Mike XXXL. Right. I don't know how many X's there are. I don't know either. Or uh, Logan Luckier. Right. <laughs> Logan Luckier. I like that. Uh, so we don't know. Uh, that's uh, Everything's being reevaluated. Dark Phoenix is coming out. That's the only we know right. it will be coming out. Yes. I guess we'll have a review of it when it does. Uh, New, New Mutants, Mutants, we don't no know. Clue. No. no clue. No. And Which every, is too bad because yep. that's in the can, right? And everything else is still. And to be honest, I don't. I think that Simon Kinberg himself has moved on to kind of greener pastures. Oh, okay. Because they asked him about if there was another, if there's an MCU X-Men movie, what do you'd like to see? And he's like, I want to see him team up with Iron Man. It's like, are you paying attention? There may not be an Iron Man in one month. Right. So <laughs> what are you even talking I, about? Team up with Iron Lad? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Did you mean War Machine, sir? Or War Machine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's flip over to the DC side. Uh, the DC Universe show Swamp Thing, which we've been hearing about for a while, yep. is set to pre- premiere on May 31st. 
Okay. Uh, you thinking about giving this a shot? This or? is news from WonderCon, which is taking place this weekend. Okay. Love to go someday. To WonderCon? WonderCon seems like the... Um, it's the... Uh, I mean, you can't get into San Diego, right? Right. <laughs> so it's the... Uh, C2E2 to San Diego's um, Comic Con, uh, Wizard Con, or uh, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but I think it's on the rise. Um, I've heard a lot of people. Where is WonderCon? Is that out Anaheim. in LA? Okay. Yeah, it's right next door to Disney okay. anyway. So. All right, yeah. Yeah. All right. You can um, go sometime. We'll watch Swamp Thing. I watch, I'd watch a Swamp Thing. Sure. We um, kind of skipped over the Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. I was too disappointed. Yeah, well. <laughs> Doom Patrol just didn't look. But apparently, good. Uh, people are saying it's pretty good. But people are dumb, so I know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in the future, we'll do an entire sort of DC Universe roundup hmm, and check good. out what's going on in the DC Universe. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who is in this mo- uh, show. Um, you don't know anybody. Uh, Andy Bean is playing Alec Holland, uh, the guy that would become the Swamp Thing. Okay. Crystal Reed is playing Abby, who is, I believe, his daughter. So they're not going to go full origin on this they're gonna okay. involve the rest of the um characters um the extended universe of swamp thing mm-hmm. uh derek mears uh, is gonna play the swamp thing himself he's a long time um horror actors played jason Voorhees. okay um and some other people is constantine gonna be in it do you <laughs> god, know god probably yeah who even knows at this point yeah i know yeah, Matt Ryan has got to be pulling what's left of his hair out that all of these Doom Patrol has a show and we haven't said, like, let's do a Constantine show. I know. Or let's just do it. I guess we can't do Justice League Dark, but let's just do like a I'll team me up with Dead Man and right. Black Orchid or something like that. Right. Let's just get this going. Where's the Zatanna show? I Right. Right. Yeah. People would Fan totally watch would tune that. in to watch a chick in fishnet, you know, tights. Yeah. Cast some spells. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, let's talk about Batman. Yeah, okay, let's. It was Batman's 80th birthday this Aww, week. Aw, happy birthday, Batman. I remember when he was 70. Me too. I remember when he was 65. I remember when he was 75. Oh, man. I feel so old. Yeah. I mean, I know he's older than I am, but I still Saturday. feel really old. Okay. That's, yeah. Well, I had to go through this a couple of years ago when it's like, they never give Batman's age, but I'm older than Batman. <laughs> I'm now like older you, than you Batman. are currently older than Batman is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a little weird. So which means about. that I disagree with all his decisions. <laughs> and I don't trust As him. As his elder. And you, I don't trust just, him. And his music no is too good. loud. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're a little our card is full this week. Yeah. With what we've got to talk about, but I thought Next week, we would talk about some Batman. Sounds good to me. To celebrate that, and we'll get into that later. Uh, i got one more story before we talk about the Game of Thrones trailer. Yes. Talking about films that should not be remade, it looks like they want to remake The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. What is wrong with you, Paramount? Mm, I don't know anything about this film. It's I'm embarrassed one of the to say. classic, classic... Uh, I Well... I, I don't want to call, I mean, like, postmodern westerns really, like, started with, you know, like, the spaghetti western. Sure. I, you know what? No, I'll, I'll say it. It started with Man Shot Liberty Valance. Okay. It's a western where, you know, it's not cowboys and Indians. The good guys aren't all good. The bad guys aren't all bad or white okay, or sure. Indian or, or Mexican or whatever. And it's got, you know... John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart, Lee Marvin. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, and Vera Miles. And yeah, like it is just, it is a absolute classic. 
why even bother remaking it? Let's do it. I don't I don't understand why. I feel like well, I know this is true. When movie studios like run out of ideas, they go back to the remake machine and they're like, "What can we remake?" But why don't make a Star Trek movie, Paramount? How about that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there, there are just I feel like so many options out there, and there are like so many movies that potentially, you know, didn't really reach their full potential, but maybe could be remade and could be something good. As opposed to something that is a classic, like, why would you remake it? Yeah. You, you know, I mean, remake the films that didn't quite get to where they needed to be. Yeah. That's what you should be looking to remake, and in my opinion. Yeah. This is where this is the movie that that famous line comes from, you know, when the when the legend is more famous than the truth or whatever, you print the legend. Oh, OK. Sure. And, uh, yeah. What a. We could. Well trying to think of like i'm trying to remember if it was i think it's just always been seen as a as a total classic so right. i don't think it fits on uh, craft of services oh, uh, sure. but maybe we could do another cowboy show sure. someday mm-hmm. if you if we did a cowboy show what cowboy movie would you want to talk about oh, boy. i really don't know oh well I, then we need to do a cowboy show I, don't we i don't think i'm like super familiar with like cowboy movies um, well then what's your favorite cowboy movie Back to the Future 3. Yeah. yeah, Right? (laughs) That might actually be it. Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Isn't that terrible? It seems like it's time for a cowboy show. Yeah, it does. Put it on the board. (laughs) Something's on the board. April 14th. You know what time it is. Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yes. What, what instrument is that? It's something really good stringed, right? Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Um, hmm. <laughs> I didn't expect you to, but I thought maybe you could make a funny guess. Um, I was wrong. Oh, what? <laughs> so we've seen the trailer for season eight. Yes. Uh, ain't seen no sun. <laughs> it seems like every, and I mean, this is, they've been telling us this the entire time. Listen to Ned. Winter is coming. Yeah, exactly. The White Walkers. Yeah. The, the White. The White Walkers. Yes. The White walk, Walkers. Winter is coming. Yes. So I'm working on my northern accent. No, okay. It's not very good. Um. And so we see it. And this whole thing, you'd think that, I mean, we see Cersei and it's a little brighter, but like this whole thing, and I know they're trying not, probably this is all from the first couple episodes, I'm thinking, because they don't want to mm, ruin stuff. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah. this just looks like Helm's Deep, the movie. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It looks like yeah. what if what if a battle this from Lord the of the Rings timeline. took seven uh, episodes to tell? Yeah, exactly. Will it? Are they I, all just going to be holed up at uh, Winterfell or, or Castle Black or something like that? And just I think maybe. do the zombies have tactics? Oh, I mean, you're asking a lot of uh, well, the zombies. Word, respect, respect. I mean, I'm asking a lot of zombies. Um, Nine out of ten zombies say. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think at least their their leader, the Night King, I think he has some strategy. Um, I mean, he he took one of Daenerys's dragons for goodness sakes, and like, you know, which can we? Okay, so clearly spoilers up to and including uh, season yeah. seven of Game of Thrones for mm-hmm. this little chat here. So just move on a bit, brother, yeah. if uh, you want to uh, just get to Shazam. 
Dude, what do you think about the theories? Do you know all the theories? I don't think Let's I do. Let's run through some of the theories. Okay. People say that Bran is the Night King. Oh. Because he's got this thing where he can travel through time mm-hmm. with his mind. Yes. But he can also... He's not just seeing things remotely. He is literally sort of there as a consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. which led to Hodor, basically. Right? right. Like he can. So people think that it's some kind of recursive thing where he wargs back to the time at some point when the Night King was being created, which he did see. Yes, he did. Or maybe later on. And he, but he gets into his mind and becomes like he is. So that means that the Night King has green sight like Bran does. So the oh. Night King can see the future and know those dum-dums are going to come here with a dragon, so we got to get a couple things ready. We need ice lances, and we need some big mother-effing chains. Right. Right. And then it's dragon time. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's an interesting theory. I mean, I don't want Bran to be the Night King. Um, Everything is terrible. Everything yeah, turns out to be horrible and bad. I know. Why would that not be true? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. But, like... Wasn't he like the Night King can see him and he was like in a hurt man? Yeah, explain their connection. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If it's him, maybe he can find himself in time through magic. Yeah, maybe. Um, wow. I just, I'm trying <laughs> to wrap my head around this, this theory. It's really hard for me. Um, Could you hold the door for me? Yeah. <laughs> like, that would mean Bram is like kind of working both sides in a way. Um, Bram? I said Bram. Bran. It will be like Betty Bram Bram. All right, stop. Um, uh, I mean, that would be really depressing. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, looks like Arya is, uh, as this thing opens, she looks like she's in trouble. It does. Did she bite off more than she could chew? I think probably yes. Um, well, and she says she knows death and it, it wears many faces, which just reminds you of, you know, the, I can't remember what they're, the people are called. The faceless men? The faceless men, yeah. Um, Ironic. Yeah. I know, right? Seems like you guys have a lot of faces. You guys do have <laughs> a lot of faces. You guys talk about how, no, there's no faces. So right. I'm not sure you're right. So, you know, maybe they're going after her. Like, like they are going after oh. her because of <laughs> she's like the, trying to fight White powers. Walkers, and they're like, "Hey, the, right. the Waith has six sisters, right. and they're all pissed." <laughs> right, right. So um, can you guys wait? Can you just take a number? Can you just wait? <laughs> yeah, their motives have been so. Uh, are they just a totally sort of neutral mercenary organization? Right. Because for people who are just like, yeah, give us a coin, we'll just kill whoever. Um, they have a lot of like rules and a very deep do. philosophy yeah. and mythology and for them to just be like it's really important that we just kill whoever somebody pays us to kill like th- they must have some agenda or something yes and of course we're not gonna we're just talking about the show we're not talking about the books right because the books have two whole books which i'm sure will be two thousand pages each to wrap this up the show right it's got to get this done you know yeah and the books all the stark kids can warg Oh, really? You know, they can all see through their wolves or whatever. And the huh. show's like, eh, don't worry about that. Right. You know, Patchface, Lady Stoneheart, all we got to cut all this I stuff know. out. We got to make this make sense. Yes. As a narrative and drive to a point. Right. So that point is, who is Azora High? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, does it matter? Yeah. Do prophecies, th- this is a world where you can see in the past and sometimes in the future. Yes. 
is, but it's also a thing that's clearly like, yes, there is magic. Like, you know, Melisandre says that, you know, the Lord of Light gives her power to do these things to bring people back. Yeah. But it's also clearly a world where there is no God. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like if, if there was a God or gods that cared about humans, how could any of this be and possible? I know it's like, I'm talking about our world, you know, but I mean like right. in the world of West, Westeros. Yes. Clearly nobody's at the wheel. No. So if that's true, do prophecies really mean anything or do we allow them to shape our behavior? You know, that the frog lady tells you that you're going to, your kids are going to die and you're going to die or right. whatever. Like, do you just wait for that to happen or are you trying to avoid it or are you playing right into it? Is it inevitable that you can avoid it? Like, does the prophecy mean anything or is it just some I crazy feel, lady? I feel like it does. Like, I feel like what we've seen so far, the prophecy Because I can't believe that Rickon means... was fated to just die in the mud. I know, right? And that's what happened. I know. So I'm just saying, like, everybody's making such a big deal of the prophecy of Azor High. Like, does it even matter who it is? Like, is it Danny? Is it John? Is it Danny and John's child? Is it somebody completely different? Right. Well, I think it does matter. Um, I, I think the prophecies do matter. And I is think it hot that... pie? That's what I need to know. <laughs> That's my money's on hot pie. Okay. Um, I I mean, I think it does matter. I, I think that the prophecies that, that, that Bram has seen. Bram, I call him Bram again. Bram has seen. Oh, White Walker. Bram, yeah. Bram. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, those are important. Um, like, how is John going to feel, like, once he realizes that Dan is, like, his aunt, I think? Um, uh, you know, he's probably not going to be okay with it. But, like, I think we've talked about this. Like, her family, like, incest <laughs> is just kind of like a care. thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> she's probably going to be okay with it. Her, her family tree is just, like, a, a, a trunk. I know, right? <laughs> There are she no, goes to family there are no reunions branches. to date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her um, Tinder is her uh, Facebook friends and family <laughs> thing. <laughs> Swipe to left, right? Exactly. In the backseat of the car. I know. On a family trip. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Um. I think you know for for the Starks for them to have like four kids, including John, like still alive. I feel like that's that's something. You know. And, like, for a long time, they thought they were, like, all dead. Well, I guess people knew Sansa was alive. But um, because people have always pretty much known where she is, more or less, Sansa, I feel like. John. Yeah. Not a, not a real kid. Yeah, that's true. Arya. Arya. And Bran. Bran. Yeah. No, uh, no, uh, Theon? I wouldn't count Theon. But you count John. But I'd count John. Yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe we should count Theon. I mean, John's at least related to them. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. <laughs> right, he's a cousin at least. Yeah, exactly. Um, who do you think's gonna end up on the Iron Throne? I don't know. I mean, seriously. Or will so does sorry just to add an extra thing to the question. Okay, sure. Does Danny's Danny's pretty imperious, mm-hmm. Rex? Um, or Regina, does her breaking the wheel mean destroying the Iron Throne as well? Does she want to just completely destroy the political it does. structure of Westeros? I don't think it does because she kind of makes up 
politics as she goes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she absolutely So does. I think she would totally change it if she as got long her as you, power. You know, bend the knee to her. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> Call me whatever you want. I'm in charge. Right. And I got a lot of names. It, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think she definitely would. Um, and I don't think it's going to be seriously because she's there now. And I don't, I think that she's going to, somebody's going to get to take her, dethrone her or something. And but what about her baby? I know. I know that that's the weird thing. Like she's pregnant again and like her kids have all like died terribly. Um, so I think this baby is kind of doomed from the start. I hate to say it, but what if they defeat her? Mm-hmm. Show mercy. Yeah, just put her on a boat. Sure, give her Gendry's rowboat and let her just go live in Marine or something like that. I think she would raise hate, your baby. She would hate. That. She would take it. <laughs> Here's my pick. I think Sansa's gonna end up on the Iron Throne. Okay. If anything, we we see horrible things. We see good people, bad people, just randomly destroyed by these you know the the tyranny of evil men and whatever mm-hmm. and, but i think that beyond all that there is still a karmic wheel in game of thrones mm-hmm. bad people do get what's coming to them mm-hmm. tywin died on the toilet i know do you know what i mean yeah <laughs> like and um so kind of cheating but like john you know, was the most selfless person in Westeros got a chance to come back and save everybody, make it right. Yeah. So if that's true, who are our major players here? I think Tyrion will get away because he's Tyrion. I kind of uh, do too. I think that Danny has done good, but she's done a lot of bad too. And mm-hmm. she's had this ambition and the ambition gets punished in this karmic sort of sense. Yeah. So I think that she will help make it right but will ultimately like pay for her mistakes and sure. stuff like that and john will just die doing something heroic trying to save everybody kind of like rob yeah, yeah exactly and so yeah. and sansa's been standing back this entire time she's been brutalized she's been hurt she's been taken advantage of and like and um, sidelined but she's been learning all these lessons and i think that it's made her probably the best person to rule mm-hmm. after having seen how Badly, everybody else has mismanaged their kingdoms and taken advantage of each other. I think that she is both pure enough and smart enough at this point that if we do want to end this on a good note, after 90% of the population has died fighting each other or the right. White Walkers, I think that she's like the person to like lead us forward here. Mm-hmm. Sansa, yeah. 30, 38, whatever. The... <laughs> no, it's more like uh, two, 238 or whatever. Right. <laughs> after Conquest. Right. Um. No, I think you have a good point. Um, I do think that she has learned a lot of lessons along the way. Um, and, uh, yeah, Arya has done a lot of bad stuff, too. So I think Arya might get it, too. Because, I mean, she was blinded in one season. Um, <laughs> but then she got her sight back. Uh, I mean, so she already was punished, in a way, for some of her the things that she did. But she has a kill list. So, you know... I, I gotta imagine anybody who has a kill list or their their time is uh short what if it's just you know it's it's about renewal right it's about winter turning into spring and that sort of thing so what if all the young people survive so you got Sansa's on the iron throne mm-hmm. you have Sam as her maester sure right he's gonna continue to you know encourage learning and all this right. Arya makes it, and she's like the head of her Sanja's uh, like secret police or whatever. Okay, so it's like, sure. You, 
Sansa's, you know, give you a fair deal, but if you don't take it, somebody's going to cook you a pie and right. show up in the middle of the night. Right. And then um, maybe um, Theon survives and he's like the captain of the armies and the navies and stuff like that. And he. The real problem is the Ironborn. They're, they're, they're the worst. They really <laughs> are. But maybe he can, he and, and uh, Asha or Yara or whatever uh, can, um, you know, put them on a new tack. Yeah. A little same so term speak. there. Yeah. So uh, his uncle is out of the picture. Oh yeah, yeah we, that guy's got to go. Yeah, I know. Right? right? We can't. We can't do anything with that guy I around. I know. It's that guy's true. the worst. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of weird theories about him. Are there? Yeah. Okay. There's a theory that he's Dario. Really? Yes, that they are the same person. Well, that's a weird theory. Because when you think about, it, I mean, how does it? How does any of it work? But right. nobody in like Essos knows what Euron Greyjoy looks like, right? Well, yeah. And so if he's and he really wants to be with um, in the show, he wants to be with um, Cersei because yeah. that's political power. But in yeah. the books, like he wants to be with uh, the Khaleesi. And so oh. he's kind of already accomplished that as Dario. And he's like subtly influencing her. And then whenever she Dario goes off on like, oh, I got to go get some smokes. So I'll be back. And he'll disappear for like months. And they're like, where's Dario? And then he'll come back. Now, what does he tell his company? Of mercenaries where he's been right <laughs> but and he's got Euron Greyjoy has magic that like makes his ships go really fast so it's like possible that he could get on his ship and just turbo back to Westeros and then be like huh I'm the king of the ironborn wow okay I guess we <laughs> never really see Dario get killed or anything. make a single prediction oh gosh um a single mm. prediction um oh and then Bran is also works for Sansa. He's like, he can see everything. He's the benevolent police state, <laughs> you know, sure. keeps her, her kingdom in order. Who Who's the hand for Sansa? Would that be Tyrion? Tyrion. Okay. Yeah, he makes it. All right. Maybe um, they get married again. Oh, gosh. Are they they're technically married I, still? I don't know if they are. <laughs> um, I think that, um, that Jamie is uh, going to team up with like Brienne and like um well we see that in the trailer oh good prediction what about um, Jamie kill Cersei oh you love prophecy so much that would be really you heartbreaking love prophecy so much yeah uh that would be really heartbreaking um who else could do it though who else could kill Cersei uh Tyrion why well, nobody thought Ollie would shoot Ygritte <laughs> but no no. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be hot pie picks up a sword. No, <laughs> you're going to die. Cersei. No. Um, Illyrio, what's his name? <laughs> you know, it's, it can't be a random person. Um, no, Gendry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, Thanks. You killed my father. Right. Basically. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Gets her head squished by a warhammer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm just really, I'm really looking forward to it, and um, I, I, yeah, I just can't wait to watch it. The so. White Walkers. Yeah, I know. In the North. Well, we watched like some videos that just the like North remembers. Yes, that kind of like summarize the seasons, and I, I had forgotten that they really introduced like the White Walkers like right away, yeah. even though like they're not. You think that they they're kind of like kind of figuring them out for the show? Yeah, yeah. like how impending. The doom is, yeah. you know. They changed the designs a couple times. Yeah, yeah. So, but but they were there this entire time. So, the White Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> the White. 
The white, the white walk. <laughs> the bad. Say my name so my powers can flow through you. Shazam! He's another guy who is like... Schwarzenegger kept the accent because... What's he going to do? Like, totally assimilate? Right. And then just be like, hello, my name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I'm the governor of California. Right. And, like, I feel like by now, Jaman Hunsu could probably talk, quote unquote, normal. But he's like, then I wouldn't get cast as, like, weird ethnic guy. Right, right. <laughs> uh, in a movie like Shazam. Yeah, exactly. Which we saw. Yes, we did. He is the wizard Shazam. He is the wizard he's Shazam. A wizard. Yeah. But Billy. Yeah. You're not a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah, exactly. Although you kind of become the wizard. Right. And he, uh, his name stands for uh, the six immortal elders that yes. give him power. Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Yeah. Or if you're a girl, Selene, yeah. Hera. Uh, can I keep going? Yeah. Uh, Athena? zippity doom <laughs> We probably made one up for Z. <laughs> Aphrodite, because you got to be pretty. Right. And why aren't you Wonder Woman? This is just Wonder Woman we're talking about, right? <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, he empowers Billy Batson, orphan yes. Billy Batson. Yes. Uh, not Webster Long, although that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, with the power like of that. Shazam to yeah. make him the champion of good, the big red cheese. We're talking yes. about Captain Marvel. We're talking about Shazam. Yes. What happens in the movie Shazam, except for what I just said? Um. Uh, Billy Batson is a... The world's mightiest mortal. Sorry. Yeah. He he is an orphan. He keeps running away from his uh, foster parents. And uh, he keeps looking for his mom because he knows that she's out there somewhere. Who's from Zambrota. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he, like, saw... He got just, like, lost from his mom when he was, like, two, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so he gets moved into this new foster family and they have, like... They have quite a few, like, foster kids. Uh, and... Um, one of them is named Freddie Freeman, uh, and uh, him and Freddie kind of well, they they don't necessarily get off on the right foot right away, but like when they're in school, these these guys that are kind of bullies like um, attack Freddie, and um, Billy almost walks away from him, but then he like beats them up, and then they chase him to a train station. The subway train takes him to. Uh, the does it have a name like the hall of heroes or something like that i don't even know the rock of eternity the rock of eternity and uh he gets off and he meets shazam and he's like say my name and he's like i don't even know what your name is um and then he turns into uh captain marvel or shazam depending on what the legality says. Um, <laughs> I think it's Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Shazam yeah. this time around. It yeah. has been since uh, 2011 when DC basically just gave up. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the comic a little later. And yes. he is what? He's Earth's magic Superman. Might, yeah. <laughs> basically. Basically. He's got a lightning oh, not legally, bolt. Though. Right. He's got a lightning bolt on his chest. 
He can fly. He's bulletproof. Um, doesn't he have like laser light beams or something like that? He can shoot electricity. He can shoot electricity. But definitively does not have laser eye vision. Right. We know this. Yes. Because much of the movie is wrapped up in the comic hero loving, although they're not comics, they're real heroes in his world, mm -hmm. uh, Freddie uh, Freeman's um, powers tests. Yes. That he puts on Shazam, which is a running part of the thing. Yes. Which I thought was dealt with well and solidly, and it also introduces us to a character who we don't know. I mean, if you're in the know, you know. Right. But audiences are also like, this isn't Superman, why? And so even though I think we've seen before in other media, a kid or a young person becoming or having a friend that becomes a hero and they go, what can you do? Can you jump real high? Can you run through a right. wall or whatever? The fact that we use this again, it's the right time to use it because mm -hmm. we need to know what this guy can do. Yes. And even when they're not doing that, we still kind of get it because you find out <laughs> spoilers for the. No, there's not a spoiler. Uh, later on in the movie, uh, the villain, Dr. Savannah, played by Mark Strong in yes. the first Mark Strong movie I actually like. <laughs> what is happening? I know. I, I like a Patrick Wilson movie, Mika. I know. What is DC doing to me? I, they're changing your mind. <sighs> they're changing their movies. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's giving his grand villain speech, and he is flying, and so is uh, Shazam, and they're very far away. <laughs> and we cut yeah. to Shazam, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Are you talking? Are you doing? You're do oh, you're doing your speech. Yeah, I don't, I can't hear this. <laughs> so it's funny, but we also learn, you know, he doesn't have. Super sight or super hearing, hearing. those are Superman powers. Like right. He doesn't have those powers. Right. He's strong, brave, uh, lightning, <laughs> and whatever, right. whatever Z is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, uh, Z is lightning, right? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, supposed to be wise? I don't know. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the deal. Yeah. What do you think of the film? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, really fun and uh, lighthearted and Good on DC for, you know, actually making the character fun because I think it's intended to be fun. I mean, this is a young boy who looks like he's an adult, but he's not really an adult. Um, I mean, the poster even has him, like, blowing bubblegum, you yeah, know, right, and, right. like, looking at a phone. So, like, even, like, the poster for the movie is kind of fun and, like, you shouldn't take, like, super seriously. But at the same time, I think... Uh, Shazam and Billy himself, because he is Shazam, um, has to deal with some kind of adult situations because the bad guy is, I mean, he's really wicked and like he he's after um, uh, Billy and like, you know, at one point he's kind of, uh, you know, has singled out Billy's uh, foster siblings as well. Yeah. So a lot of um, child endangerment in this movie. Yes. So I mean, Billy has to really like use his use his head and figure out how to use his powers and how do I defeat this guy? Um, yeah, there's a weird thing with uh, Captain Marvel, um, aka Shazam, in mm -hmm. that for so many years he was a um, a character who was just for kids. And I guess right. I didn't want to talk about the comics yet, but we'll get into it a little bit. Like he was, even as um, we talk about Superman and Batman being 80 years old, there's yeah. a lot of kind of dead spots in there. Because as the 40s were ramping up and we got into the 50s, 
superheroes were like dead. Like people weren't reading superhero comics. They were reading no. more, like cowboy comics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Pirate comics. Right. <laughs> uh, kind of. Uh, and so e- even then, though, Captain Marvel was still successful with kids. And I think that's a part of what prompted DC to go after them because they were still successful, even though Superman was kind of waning a little bit. Oh, okay, sure. Because he was just this fun hero. He was literally a child. Yes. Who became a man. And that dual identity wasn't wasn't really explored a lot in the comics. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, I'm a kid, so I'm going to go try to buy beer or whatever. It was right. mostly just, he was a man because kids wanted to be men, right? It's that whole thing of like, he's a little kid. I know, Kids right? don't want to be kids. They want to be, but then you get it both in this character. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, comics got deeper and we explored characters more, it became more of, he is a kid pretending to be like a hero to yeah. impress Superman, you right. know, that sort of thing. Um, but he just appealed, and he was just so, like these innocent adventures, you know. The, he, there was a, a bunny version of him. You know what I, I mean? know like, the Marvel bunny. Happy, yeah, yeah. And so that was all well and good. Then when we bring Captain Marvel back after the '80s, after Dark Knight, after Daredevil, mm-hmm. after comics got dark, yeah. Suddenly we had to explore all of that. So like now somebody's trying to rape Mary Marvel, you know, or right. or. Uh, Dr. Savannah is like, actually, uh, I, I don't want to do fun stuff anymore. I'm going to kill you and your whole family. And yeah. I'm going to wipe you out. And right. so I was worried about that going into this. And I guess I'm still worried having come out of it, having come out of it. Okay. <laughs> because they cut this weird path between completely innocent, fun. You could easily take a kid to this. Mm-hmm. And probably the most amount of like S words. I'm talking about shit. Yeah. Uh, I've ever heard in a, in a comic book film. Yeah. And reckless child endangerment. Yes. And like, you know, um, a character trying to reconnect with their parents and the parents being like, not I interested. I don't really care about you at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. I know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of dark in yeah. some ways too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how to feel about that. I guess, uh, you know, as far as the Jeff Johnsing up, of the character goes, mm-hmm. it could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I give it lightning thumbs, lightning bolts up, lightning, yeah. lightning thumbs up. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, and one of the things I enjoyed about it was its wholesomeness, in spite of the things that I mentioned. Yeah, I thought we could have like pulled that back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but, no, um, I agree. But yeah, you see um, a family of foster children. Yes, uh, who you know in that. 80s sitcom kind of way uh, have their differences but they all care about each other they all come together in the end yes um, it would have been really easy to have like Freddie Freeman and Billy Batson uh, have foster parents who only do it for the money and they hate their kids and they right. lock them under the stairs or whatever and mm-hmm. instead like the foster parents are like these living saints who are you know, taking super nice. care of these children and teaching them to be Heroes, basically, you know, good teaching people. them to be good people, whether or not they have superpowers. And that's what helps them and saves them at the end. Yeah. And and they were foster kids themselves. So yeah. that kind of like adds to it. 100% positive foster yeah. kids. Good job. Yeah. Necessary. Important. Um, I probably didn't I didn't look at the credits at the end, but there's probably like a if you or somebody, you know, wants to, you know, right. take in some foster kids, go to this place. Like, right. I would, wouldn't surprise me at all. Total, no. Total poster film for. Foster care. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Except for all the homes that Billy ran away from. Those were probably terrible. Yeah, right. 
So not completely positive, but um, well, we, we don't know. We didn't see it. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So, oh man. Um, yes. Uh, like Billy in the beginning tricks some cops so he can get. But even that was fun. I know. Clearly c- committing multiple felonies, and the cops are like, "Oh man, oh don't you do that." You took my lunch. Oh, don't do that. No, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and they catch up with him later, and they don't really punish him that severely so it's kind of like some great yeah some great uh casting in this film um main characters clearly but also just i like the diversity in the casting of everybody else yeah anybody that would have easily just been insert old white guy character actor was instead uh 75 percent female mm-hmm. and not white yeah um this seems like a weird thing to credit but also great set dressing in the film yeah like the social worker's office that he gets taken to look like a social worker's office. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sure. Or like uh, uh, when we go to Savannah's office or like the office of the woman that he's, you know, he's uh, working on her study or whatever. Right. Um, we, uh, I don't know, it just seemed like there's all these little knickknacks around. And yes. there, a lot of them were references to things. Yes. I thought that was cool. Interesting choice to start the movie with. Savannah's oh, origin Savannah's story. origin story. Yes, yeah, yeah I know. Savannah, this is the WB. Savannah. Savannah. Uh, different than the comics. Yes. You know, in this case, he is a little somebody boy. who the Wizard Shazam has approached. Yes. As somebody with potential, I don't know if he's is Shazam Santa Claus or not. <laughs> maybe at that point there was just maybe he doesn't know. He doesn't know until somebody has this test. Whether they are good or not, because yeah. for all intents and purposes, you know, he was clearly heavily abused, at least emotionally, by his father, Savannah. Mm-hmm. But Thaddeus Savannah seemed like a kid that could have gone either way yes. and went the wrong way. Yes. And they don't, re- except for the fact that Billy is somebody who has suffered many hardships and yet it still remains pure. They don't really go into how it's not a spider verse thing about like anybody could be a hero. Type right. Thing. It's more just, I guess there's just something bad. Too bad. Right. <laughs> I guess you're a bad little kid. Right. Well, and then, like, he, like, you know, even says, like, you were right about me. I'm not. I'm well, not. He, after he feels this rejection and yeah. he cripples his dad. Yeah. Um, he becomes that bad person. Yeah. But it's like, maybe the movie's kind of trying to say that if his dad had been nice, then he could have grown up to be, like, a really good person. Yeah, maybe But instead it he is. becomes, like. Just a well, savage asshole. His brother is a jerk to him too. Yeah, they're cartoonishly. They they are, and like, he has a magic eight ball, and somehow the seven deadly sins are able to talk to him through it as well as Shazam. So it's that's weird. That's never really explained. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun. I know. Magic eight ball. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, a couple more things before we probably move on to spoiler talk. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kids are great. Uh, yes. I think the kid acting is some of the best. Uh, it really makes the movie, and it's some it of does. the best I've seen. Um, that kid who plays um, Freddie Freeman is great. Uh, Jack Dylan yeah. Grazer is his name. I think yeah. I've seen him in other stuff. Okay. Uh, I would single out Faith Herman as well as young uh, Darla Dudley. Oh, she did great. She was she just was, adorable. Yes. Um, very cute kid. Webster-esque. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> she w- She's known for not really being able to keep a secret. Yes. <laughs> and she finds out 
early on that, that Billy is Shazam and they they basically tell her if she says anything to anybody, she was would not be a good sister. And she's like, I'm a good sister. Yeah, right. So that's how she's able to keep the secret for as long yes. as she keeps it. And this it. is mildly spoilery, but the the family of kids, you know, later also learn and she's almost like Excited. like trembling and like and then finally the sister's like, Wait a minute, is Billy so and so? And she's like, Yes. <laughs> Oh, thank I goodness. Did it. I know. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I'm a good sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the, if you can handle that with a couple S words filtered in, yeah. this is the movie for you. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's talk spoilers. Okay. Wherever we are, timestamp it. Yeah. I was trembling throughout the film because it was clear with Freddie being such a big part. And we didn't even mention um, Mary, uh, oh, of course, yeah. is in this as well, played mm-hmm. by uh, Grace Fulton. Uh I was like, how are they going to do it? How are they going to get the Marvel family into this? Right. I'm sorry, the Shazam family <laughs> into this. And I was in for a surprise because yeah. it wasn't just them. No. It was the whole family. Yes. Which they've done in the comic. Uh, they did in one of the last reboots, I think Rebirth, they made like the whole foster family um, oh, powered. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and they actually pulled the trigger and did it. I know. And I was like. Yeah, in that last scene where I was like, okay, this is it. We're going to get a Captain Marvel Jr. We're going to get right. a Mary Marvel. Right. And they all grab the thing, and then they all come out of the mist. And it's like six lightning bolts, and it's like, oh, shit. I know. <laughs> this movie's okay with that word. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. It was great. Um, I, I think that was, that was an excellent move. Um, I think they definitely did not want to spoil that for audiences because that no, was not in the trailer. Nowhere to be found. In, in and it. some of the criticisms I've heard of the film were like, I just feel like I've seen the whole movie. I watched the trailer. It's like, no, that you is haven't. by design. Yeah. You have not seen the whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I actually do. I don't really watch trailers all that closely. So I don't know how much the um, Seven Deadly Sins are kind of part of the trailers as well. I but, don't remember them being in but the no, trailer. But no, there is a lot to see yeah. that you haven't seen. Um, yeah, I just thought that that was great. I also thought, I don't know if they were doing a thing or not, but I felt like everybody, maybe they're just sort of actors that you're familiar with, but everybody who was an older version of the kids yeah. was kind of a cameo of sorts. Right. Like, Adam Brody is, cameos are all he does now. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. full-blown Ted or whatever. He just kind of right. shows up and stuff. So. Uh-huh. But he was like a great adult analog for... Uh, Freddie Freeman. For Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Uh, the Jack Dylan Grazer. Um you, you know, having uh, the guy from um, 13 Reasons Why yep. uh, be the older uh, uh, Eugene. Yes. Uh, was great. Um, it was a little uncomfortable having Megan Good be um, older Darla because it was like, oh, boy, Darla, <laughs> Darla's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Well, right. <laughs> Anybody who thinks that she's, uh, she's a Zachary Levi is uh, real hot, uh, yeah. I know how you feel now. Right. I feel right. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were all great. Yeah, they were. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. And and Darla was still very much a little kid. She like runs into Santa and she's like, oh my gosh. You're, <laughs> she saves the you're... guy that plays it, who's an ongoing character in this because yeah. he keeps like being terrorized by these things. And yeah. she saves him and she's like, he's like, oh my God, thank you. She's like, okay, so here's what I want. For... <laughs> yeah. I've been really good this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great. Yeah. Um, that was pretty awesome. We haven't even talked about, what'd you think about uh, Zachary Levi? I don't I, know anything about Chuck. This is kind of like my first I, exposure to yeah, him. Yeah, I don't either. I thought he did a great job. 
Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. I mean, he he really like acted like a big kid. I th- yeah, and I thought that it was uh who directed this? David Sandberg. Never heard of him. Uh, I love his music though. Um <laughs> I thought that it, they could have just a little bit went boop, pull it back just a little bit. Pull it back a little Clearly bit. Clearly it's like, "Okay, okay, Zach, you're a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. What do you got? He's like, oh, oh, man. Oh, I am a superhero. Oh, oh, oh. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's a little bit of cutting and a little yeah. bit of like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's do one more. And it's like you're trying to keep it together. Like, right. he was just so big all the time. And well, he, he was. It sold it. He got it across. But I got a little weary of it here Okay, sure. Like, I, I was excited that. when the rest of the family showed up because it was like, okay, let's see yeah. some other people's takes on being kid adults yes right exactly um write that down uh there was a reference to big at one point they're in like the toy yes. store and they they play the yes. piano keyboard which uh was nice um that was a nice little nod R- really <laughs> i didn't think it was too much they couldn't uh uh run by a, a magic uh nose what's a nose toy Getting, couldn't knock the nose off of a uh, Mr. Potato Head on your way out of the toy store. I, yeah, I guess that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it was a little on the nose. Um, I I don't know. I still enjoyed it though. I thought the kid that played Billy Batson did a good job too. Yeah, he was good. Um, uh, we'll drop his name that, in here. It was Asher Angel. Um, that moment when he actually found like Eugene, but foster one of his foster brothers, uh, found his real mom at like. And she's like two train stops away, and like that—the moment when he like meets her, and she's all like, "Yeah, I I saw you," and she's all like, Which, "Why is she not in prison?" I know, right? <laughs> and it it kind of sounds like she's like she's in a different relate. Like his dad is in prison for something, and like it's just she sounds like she's like in an abusive relationship. Yeah, which is just like yeah, yeah. It's just a bad scene, but like it's like she was like I was seventeen, I didn't know what I was doing. Right, but you have a name, so did you yeah. just immediately change your name? Right, and then you probably got warrants for in Philadelphia or wherever you were from uh, for abandoning your kid, right? Because the he's in the system, right? So I don't really understand how that part works. I I, I don't either. But if you look at it with a child's logic, it doesn't really matter. No, which is kind of what this film does. And um, then, like Billy, kind of realizes his real family is, you know, what you, what you make, and the the people that you meet. So yeah. he he feels like his foster family is well, like that's, his real yeah, family. Really the, the point of the movie. Yeah. Um, does how do his powers his powers seem to develop over time? Mm-hmm. So will he over time gain the wisdom of Solomon because he does not have it in this film? <laughs> yeah. Although maybe. I guess he. Actually, they kind of come the the family and him kind of come to their own conclusion about how Sivana's weak power works, his weaknesses. Yes, like as he overextends himself, and I think I like the fact that there are seven deadly sins and there are six letters in Shazam, and I don't think that um, CC Beck or Bill Parker or whatever thought of this back in the day, but they're kind of outnumbered by evil. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But because they work together, they beat it. Will he eventually develop the courage of Achilles? Because He's kind of scared. I mean, I guess he yeah, fights back he at is. the end, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, do these things come later? Or right. Like his flight. Right. And like he keeps. Which one of those turning... gods flies? That's what I need to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he keeps like uh, turning back into Billy Batson. 
from Shazam. Yeah, and I liked how uh, that's something that they generally do these it's days um, with that is like they he strategically uses you know his transformation. So as long as you don't care that people know that you're a kid, and aren't secret identities are overrated, right? Yeah. You see a kid running a around, bit. you're gonna be able to pick that kid out of a lineup. No, come on. Right. So people are just confused by the fact that a kid has just appeared or something. So right. if you are um, Dr. Savannah and you're halfway submerged in a pool of water and you're trying to drown a kid and if that kid manages to like hit you with a lightning bolt, it's devastating to you. And also now you must face a six foot six guy with huge right. muscles. Right. Yeah, exactly. like, I like that. Like yeah. somebody grabs him and he, shazam, and he turns into a kid and slips out and then runs right. out and shazam again. Right, exactly. Um, I think that was used in, in The only superhero that can be defeated by laryngitis. <laughs> Yes, or like being gagged or chloroformed <laughs> well, that, or something yeah, like that. that yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, DC just knocking it out. They're doing Light, a great job. Lighter. I yeah. can't wait for uh, the Superman movie uh, that w- will come out of this. That will be lighter. That would be great. They're gonna have to, right? Yeah. Um, Did you hear what <laughs> Zack Snyder said? No. <sighs> He's what did, being interviewed what did he at say? Paley Fest or I don't know even know what he's doing anymore, uh, work wise. But he's basically like all those people who think that like Batman wouldn't kill somebody. Wake the f up. He's just like doubling down oh on his gosh. like dark. You, he has to kill people. You know he's an anti-terrorist. You think that it's zero bat thirty? It's like what are you talking what are you about? Talking about Shazam just made a ton of money. With little kids who are saving people from a Ferris wheel. Yeah. What What are you even talking about? Yeah, no kidding. Um, Well, that's depressing. uh, And I feel like untrue. So um, why why go dark and gritty, Zack Snyder? Why? It's light, light, jokes, fun. Light, jokes, fun. Yeah. Yeah. LJF. I don't know how to turn that into a Shazam name, but we'll do it somehow. <laughs> uh, well, anything else that you want to say about the film? Uh, no, I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, how will this lead into a Black Adam film? Oh, Shazam good does question. mention the the wizard, which is just Captain Marvel. Let's call him Captain Marvel. I know. Right? Anyway, he does mention that he gave his power to someone thousands of years ago, and that person went nuts and killed a lot of people. That's Black Adam. Yeah, right. Which the Rock, as far as I know, is still on board i think that would be great um i can't wait for the instagram selfies <laughs> of the rock and zach levi just, i know just, right just grind just pushing it just <laughs> eating chicken breasts right like lady and the tramp oh man on either end and then they meet in the middle yeah that'd be great a lot of whole grains <laughs> uh what else um i think a black adam movie would be great um it's going to be dark. He's got to rip some heads off of things. I know, right? Because <laughs> um, of course he does. The Marvel family will be there and hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. It's going to be six on one. Yeah, I know. Dude. Yeah. You better bring ISIS with you. Right. And Sobek. Yeah. You better bring your bring your bring posse your roll deep. Yeah. When you come up against the Shazam family. That's right. I didn't say Marvel family. You did. Time. Yeah. I think that would be great to see. Um, I would I would definitely watch a movie about that. Yeah. So. Pleasantly surprised. Yes. Um, managed to kind of nail the mythology, too. Yeah. Complicated not because it's deep with many years of great stories, but complicated because of the legal complications yes. <laughs> that have beset this 
this from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the comic, yes. uh, Captain Marvel, or should I say, Wiz Comics? Yes. It meant something different back then. Yeah, I know. There's a Marvel hero called the Wizard. Oh my goodness. His costume is yellow. You cannot oh, make this up. Oh, that's, cannot that's make this unfortunate. Up. We're not talking about that. We're talking no. about uh, Captain Marvel, who first appeared in Wiz Comics in yeah. 1940. Wiz Comics number two. What was Wiz Comics number one? Yeah. There is no Wiz Comics number one. What? Nope. That's so weird. Nope. <laughs> that's a weird thing. Fawcett Comics. Which was established by uh, this guy uh, who basically created, like, uh, it's kind of like in the war, how there was, like, Stars and Stripes magazine, like, what the troops are reading or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they created this uh, this magazine, um, and it was founded, actually, in Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. By Wilford Hamilton, Captain Billy Fawcett. Okay. He created this magazine called uh, Captain Billy's Whiz Bang, which is like a kind of dirty joke uh sort of you know magazine for like uh gis basically okay and he came back over and learned that comics were um doing great biz you know Uh and he decided well we got to have a comics line and so he commissioned a comics line like this guy bill parker bill parker write a bunch of comics just come up with a bunch of comic stuff and we're going to start this comics line right they didn't have all the kinks worked out and so uh they actually created like um what they call ash can copies not okay. necessarily meant for sale but it's to sort of promote it mm-hmm. <coughs> of Wiz comics number one they actually created two different ones and the character was originally called captain thunder okay but then they're like mm. sean parker says marvel call him captain marvel right now remember this is there is no marvel marvel right. comics is operating as timely, timely comics, comics so there isn't that's not they have a comic book called marvel comics Right. But it's not the name of the company. No. So if you're a judge, right. wait, we don't have all the, don't make your ruling. You don't have all the information if, yet. Right, right. So anyway, uh, they basically, their first issue was number two. Okay. Funny story, their next issue was number two as well because oh of a re- uh, printing error. <laughs> so they don't have all the kinks worked out just no, yet. No, But they've clearly. got this deep mythology of this kid named Billy Batson, mm-hmm. who was selling papers on the street, because that was a thing in 1940. Right. And um, a dark stranger goes, come with me. I know, right? Don't go with him. Don't do it, Billy. I know. <laughs> St- stranger danger should be the number one thing that Captain Marvel tells people. Uh, no kidding. Don't do what I did. Right. But he takes him into a subway, yada, yada, yada. The rest is history. Yeah. And I like the fact that, I mean, so we read Wiz Comics number two. Yes. That uh, Shazam gives him his power and is immediately crushed by a rock. I know. <laughs> what is up with that? It's like what? hanging by a thread above his throne. Yes. You got the powers? They're working? Okay, great. Bye. <laughs> Dead. He's like, don't worry. My soul is still here. So if you need to he like. He immediately light... comes back as a ghost. Yeah. So I don't know. Some good stuff that Bill Parker was on. Yeah. Uh, with artist C.C. Beck uh, doing the art duties. Uh, it's the seven evils of man. Yes. Uh, not necessarily sins. That would be uh, connected later. I think maybe they were just afraid to talk about sin in like a kid's comic book. Okay. Um, but yeah, otherwise the setup is there. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Also, Billy immediately gets a promotion to uh, working on the radio. It took Clark Kent years to make it to the radio. Right. Uh, and so now he is hosting, you know, Wiz Radio or whatever. Right. Um, as the comic goes on, there is a very permeable fourth wall because Billy's on the radio. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel's a hero. Yep. 
but he's also a comic book hero and kids read Captain Marvel comic books. Jeez. And sometimes kids know they're like, Billy Batson, say your word. And it's like, wait, do you, so How you, do know, you know that? that? Is? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Oh. That just didn't matter back then. The you know? secret identity didn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. What did you think about some of the early Captain Marvel comics that we read? Um, I liked them overall. Uh, I really liked um, uh, the, the Marvel family, which later in the film, the Shazam family, whatever. So, you know, you got Captain Marvel Jr., who's Freddie Freeman. Uh, and uh, Mary Marvel, uh, who is Billy Batson's twin, Mary, who got who a nurse gave to a wealthy family because they lost their baby, but she didn't want them to know they lost their baby. It doesn't. It doesn't. Make sense. No, and like also should have gone to jail about that. But um, well, it didn't happen in the movie. Yeah, I know. But uh, so she's his real life twin sister, and he knows that because the nurse gave him a broken locket, and Mary has the other half of the <laughs> yeah, broken locket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, also, I think like Billy's living good. Like, I, yeah. I don't think we ever really get. I'm sure they get into it at some point, but in the stuff that we read, they never really explain his parental situation. No. But now that he can become a man, I guess we don't have to worry about. He could just get a hotel room. Or yeah, something like. I have no idea but what's like, happening. Yeah, so he we, was living so in the be, subway, before. and he's living high. He's a radio star, you know. Like we don't ever really worry about that. But whenever we see Freddie Freeman, he's always in a suit that's too big for him that he got from Goodwill, and he's selling papers, and he's got a crutch. And you're like, Yeah. Do you ever like just say, Hey, Freddie, you cold? Come on in. <laughs> like what? Do I know, you do? right? <laughs> I know. Like Freddie's clearly living on the street still. So, but anyways, yeah. Um, and Mary comes from like a wealthy family was adopted. Well, yeah, not exactly adopted is part of a wealthy family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, we later see like uncle Marvel who really doesn't have the powers of Shazam. He just pretends that he does. Right. Which is weird. <laughs> well, he's a con man. Yeah. He's got a heart of gold. Right. And there's the Lieutenant's Marvel as well. Okay. This is where it gets weird because there's three boys who are all named Billy Batson. Yes. And because they're named Billy Batson, they come to uh, whatever city um, he protects or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, hey, since you say the magic word, you know, we figure if we say the magic word too, and it's like, how do you know all this? Is it supposed know, to be a secret right? identity? Right. And I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, so then they turn into Shazam as well. Yeah, they all split the powers. Yeah. Which is, which like, is okay. weird. It's like a technicality, like, since your name's Billy Batson. Yeah. <laughs> but they call themselves, like, Hick Billy and, like, Fat Billy. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's all, like, insulting. Uh, but they're, like, totally okay with it. Yeah. It's weird. Well, we got to tell the Billies apart. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. Um what else? Let's talk more about the identity of the character, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, um, later on, uh, National Comics, which is what DC Comics uh, was at that time, mm -hmm. uh, sued um, Fawcett Comics because mm -hmm. they're like, it's Superman. Yeah. And the judge is like, oh, it might be true, but you guys forgot to put copyright on the cover of your comics. Yeah. So you lose. Right. And then they went back and went, all right, but look, it doesn't mean, and they, you get this in copyright cases now, where somebody can make a mistake and like, like it's uh, they put the wrong date or they forgot to put 
uh, copyright in the credits of It's a Wonderful Life, and that's oh, why it yeah. was be able. You know, it was just free to show, right? Until somebody went, yeah, but we're still RKO slash Paramount Pictures or whatever. We didn't mean for just because we made a mistake, right? And so they basically retried it, and they're like, okay, yeah. And then also check this out. Superman's throwing a car. Captain Marvel's throwing a car. Superman is, you know, saving this planet. Captain Marvel's saving a planet called Shmripton or something. Right. So, yeah, they kind of lost that one. Yeah. So immediately, this is how um, Fawcett or little Fawcett was invested in um, comics business. They immediately just stopped publishing. So, Mm -hmm. done. Right. Captain Marvel is over. This is like the early 50s. And all of their characters, too, like um, Captain Midnight and Ibis, the um, infatigable or whatever he is, um, all their other comics, they just basically shut it down, shut it all down. They shut it down. It was over. Wow. Yeah. That's too bad. And basically um, sold some of those characters to, I think Charlton Comics bought some of them. Um, Some of them did end up with DC. Uh, and of course, later on, DC ended up buying Shazam, uh, Fawcett Comics, yeah. were basically their properties, mm-hmm. and Captain Marvel was reintegrated back into comics. Yes, and they basically just said, "How do we explain where he's been? Uh, he just got trapped in a s- sphere by Doctor Savannah, right, for twenty years. None of them aged, and yeah, and they're all just popped out, and they're just yeah. here now, right now, which is kind of a weird. It is weird. rationale. It also inspired uh, Alan Moore to create." Marvel Man. Okay. Which is his pastiche on Captain Marvel. Uh, also looking at the once boyhood innocent adventurer trapped now in a world of horrible things and mm-hmm. explicit uh, depictions of childbirth and whatever else that happens in Marvel Man. Right. Which becomes, of course, Miracle Man because of its own trademark problem. Right. Speaking of that, Marvel at this time was like, well, we should have a character named Captain Marvel. We're Marvel. Right. So they created Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain yeah, Marvel. Mar-Vell. In the late 60s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so by the time uh, Captain Marvel came back for DC, it was like, uh-uh, yeah, we got a Captain Marvel character. Right. And that be- went back and forth, and it was a little different. It was more like, okay, well, you can have a character called Captain Marvel, but the way that copyrights and trademarks work is that mm-hmm. you can't have him. You can't sell under the name of Captain Marvel, right? Because that's confusing. In the book, you can you have the right to call him whatever you want. It's true that this character predates you know Marvel Comics, right? But the trademark, like you can't brand something as Captain Marvel because that is brand confusion. Sure. So that's where the prominence of the Shazam name came out, right? Which is and now they've just confusing. given up, and it's just, yeah, it's just Shazam. He's called Shazam. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Nope. It'd be like if, I don't know, um, Cyclops was called Professor X. Actually, he is sometimes called Professor X. Now they're Professor X. <laughs> Comics, everybody. Yeah. Woo. Exactly. Who's a mentor character who passes down the thing and then where does it be like if Green Lantern was called Green Lantern? He is called Green Lantern. Gets his power from Green Lantern. Uh, who, Green what's like? This is tough. Guy's <laughs> name in Doom Patrol who... Is in a wheelchair. Miles Calder? Yeah. Okay. It'd be like if the Doom Patrol were all called Miles Calder. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. We've got 
she can shrink and grow. She's Niles Calder. Yeah. He's a brain trapped in a robot body. He's Niles, Niles Calder. Calder. And here's a guy in bandages that becomes a black lightning man. He's yeah, called no, Niles, Niles Calder. Calder. Yes. <laughs> like George Foreman. Yeah, exactly. All of his kids are named George Foreman. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What else is going on in Captain Marvel? Um, <laughs> this is well. You, you mentioned, seem unimpressed. You mean you seem unimpressed? Me? Yeah. I seem unimpressed. Yeah. I'm not unimpressed. No, that's uh, okay. No, they're, they're for kids. I'm not unimpressed. I enjoy them. Okay. Um, the hoppy one was weird. <laughs> that's all I kind of want to say about that. Like, what why? about the Captain Thunder one? Don't let him rub his belt buckle. That was weird. I don't know. What was that going was on. really weird. I don't know what they were thinking. They were testing the waters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like, it's not time for Shazam to come back yet, but we're going to have this Captain Thunder character. What we didn't read was some of the best. The thing about it is like Superman, and you've got this problem now where every Superman story has been told. He's 80 years old, like Batman. What do we right. even do? Let's have him walk across America. It's the dumbest thing I've ever done. But anyway. Like Johnny um, Appleseed. Yeah. But like Captain Marvel in being emblematic of a certain time in comics and also having skipped basically like the silver age like mm -hmm. a lot of it he represents this thing and so when he gets used now that they they've integrated him in and they've got his own he is the wizard now as well like shazam is kind of gone and he sort of represents one of the, he's one of these characters that is like made of magic in comics. So if there's a problem with magic if right. the specter blows up the rock of eternity then his powers are fritzy and you know this is all this kind of stuff mm -hmm. um but he's often brought in as a character who literally represents this earlier time yeah so you think that superman like is the big blue cheese you get the big red cheese and if you're going to put them against each other they might fight but he's supposed to represent this ideal that looks up to superman but even superman is like he's the best one of us like right. he is like the real hero. Like mm -hmm. I'm a man who has to struggle with all these problems. He sees things with the mind of a child and he's pure unless we're going to make him bad. Right. Like Captain Thunder. Captain Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> or you're going to do like, you know, you know, Final Crisis. And it's like, what if it's Mary Marvel, but sexy, slutty Mary Marvel. Oh, man. Yeah. But some of the best stories of him, like the Paul Dini, um, Alex Ross one, the Power of Hope or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um like his appearances in his like one appearance in um, uh, Justice League Unlimited, mm -hmm. where Superman is like, "No, I'm dark and gritty. I'm gonna get Lex Luthor." Right. And Billy Batson's like, "Chill, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, like, you're really screwing things up." Yeah. Uh, or even his appearance in Kingdom Come, where he is kind of like you know edgy Billy Batson, but he sacrifices himself and right. sort of like you know to save all of the heroes yeah. because he is like the purest hero that's right. kind of like his thing yeah which is why it makes it it's hard to get a purchase on the character you know like well he yeah he's been different throughout the years because if he grows up and you know has sex and you know get, right. gets married or something like that it's like it's now he's just a superhero really he's not character. really yeah he's yeah. not the same guy yeah right exactly so like how do you like, How does Supergirl become Superwoman? Right. Do you want her to? Right. She's Supergirl. Right. Exactly. Well, it worked out good with Sue Storm. I guess. She's a mom. Yeah. She's equal with her partner. Right. <laughs> you know, do you want her to just be like, do you want Reed Richards to literally turn to the camera and go, stop picking on Sue. Uh, right. She's an important part of this team. Right. We wouldn't have any coffee without her. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I'm sad that we didn't get to Takitani. 
Who's Talkie Tawny? The the tiger guy. Oh yes, yes. Although in that one issue where they explain where he's been for like twenty years, they they look at all the people that were in that bubble that uh, Doctor Savannah um, created. Yeah. And Doctor Tawny was in there. Doctor Tawny. I don't think I think he's Mister. Oh, Mister Tawny. Yes. Sorry, uh, you, the tiger was there. Yeah. So yeah, I did catch that. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's his? So uh, what's his story? Was he uh, bitten by a radioactive tiger? He's just a tiger. He's just a tiger and the dog that walks on two legs. Yep. Wears a suit. Wears a suit. Yep. Yep. Even Captain Marvel's like, so you're a tiger that just walks around. Yep. <laughs> it's like, okay. I know, right? <laughs> Welcome to the family. When is he gonna meet Hoppy? That's what I want. Yeah. Well, yeah, different universe. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. there isn't like a. I can't think of like a real definitive Captain Marvel story to point people towards. Well, I mean, I think what we what we read was for a collection of like different eras. Yeah, and it was. Stuff a, like that. Yep, it's called Shazam something something, and it's um, a fairly recent compilation of uh, Shazam stuff to kind of bring you up to speed. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, we didn't even talk about Mister Mind. Oh, we gotta talk about Mister Mind. <laughs> um, I can't believe I was so I I love that, that they pulled the trigger on Mister Mind. Yeah. Because if you've gone through this entire movie, yes, and you have bought that this boy turns into a Superman or whatever, and he's got super friends who think Santa Claus is real, and right. you've gone through this whole thing, yeah. Then you're then you're in for Mister Mind, <laughs> right? A worm with a radio around his neck is like can talk. I will rule the world. Yeah, exactly. You're in. Yeah. My only thing is, is that if you do Mister Mind, and there's some stuff about Mister Mind that I'm not going to ruin for you. That's pretty cool. Okay. But if you're going to do Mister Mind, it's almost going to get more childlike, right? He's going to mm-hmm. fight a worm. Yeah, I know. So why start with like, I will murder. My father and brother, and say the S word a million times. Right. Like, why you start dark, and then the movies are going to get more innocent as it goes on. I guess. I mean, yeah. I have to imagine that Talkie's going to show up in, in the sequel. Right. Well, I mean, if Mister Mind is around, maybe Mister Mind and Black Adam will team up or something. Yeah, but like Black Adam would be the guy who's like, I'm going to rip people's heads off and rain blood and entrails down. Yeah, on, that's on true. Philadelphia and and but but Mr. Mine though. I know. <laughs> it's an inchworm. Yeah, I know. I just that was I love that comic story where Mr. Mind is is going to make a movie. Yes. <laughs> about so, him. Yeah, and they're like, we've got this Mr. Mind uh, prop. Yeah, and he's like. I will be the prop. And I know. So, <laughs> and then he brings like people from the Monster Society in. And yes. They, uh, kill the actors, I guess, who are wearing I, monster I know. costumes. I know. Yeah. And then like all the weapons that they find are like rubber. Because right. It's, so they're like, like stabbing people. It's like, no, well, this isn't a real pitchfork. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they throw Billy off of a cliff and like he wakes up and like all the rocks were rubber. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I just bounced off the rocks. I know. <laughs> how fortunate i know right yeah it's just like it's yeah okay i don't know I, there's so many you know more weisinger stories or whatever of superman i'm sure something like that happened but just like the creativity and the crazy not having to worry about continuity and not having to like oh this is this is serious like it's just what completely insane thing can we think of right. that you know somehow billy batson has fallen into right and mr mind's like 
it's not just he could just take Billy Batson out behind the studio and shoot him, but he's like, no, we have to finish this movie because once we've got on camera yes. in this narrative that <laughs> Billy Batson is dead yes. and the world will be terrified. Yes. He just like wants to be the director. What's his credit gonna be, Mr. I Mind? know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Of course. Of course it'll be Mr. Mind. When are you gonna go finish your degree? <laughs> Shouldn't you be Dr. Mind? Come on. <laughs> Are you feeling down? Like you just can't do it today? I can see your frown. But it's all gonna be okay. So believe in yourself. There's no giving. All right, well, that. I feel good. Yeah, me too. I did not know that I would, <laughs> but it turns out that I did instead. Now that DC has a brand new bag, yeah, fun movie. Yeah, I know, right? Who knew? So much better than the dark idea. and gritty. What's another fun hero they could do? Hmm. Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Either, yeah. um, definitely Ted Cord, but even um, Jaime Reyes or whatever his name is. Sure. Like Blue Beetle's always been like a real fun thing. Yeah. They keep talking about this Blue Beetle Booster Gold thing. I totally see that. When's it gonna happen? I know. I know. Doing that right now. I agree. Nathan Fillion is just waiting. I know. That phone is not ringing. I know. Is it plugged in? <laughs> I would think so. Ooh, see if it's plugged in. I know. How do Canadian phones work? I don't even know. <laughs> but I'd love to see that. Loving the lighter tone of DC films, and I think they're really nailing yes. it. I don't know about this James Wan trenches horror movie though <laughs> like what yeah did he make i don't know he's a horror guy did he make aquaman just so he could make the trenches horror movie maybe it's <laughs> so weird it's like a backdoor pilot for the movie yeah, right yeah 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 momo was great no man the fish monsters we gotta get into this i know right they're gonna wash your hair in all kinds of ways oh my god how do you wash your hair underwater <laughs> no dry shampoo with this yes uh yeah so anyway um definitely go check out shazam yes when it comes out uh check us out hey mm. <laughs> we're all over the place online uh you can find us on facebook and twitter and all yes. the social media outlets look for just enough trope there also find us on the web on your podcatcher of choice mm -hmm. search for just enough trope on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher all those great places find our show when you find us subscribe to the show yes best way to get it it is comes right to you as soon as it's ready and that's how that works mm -hmm. also you can find us or excuse me uh you can give us a review if you would be so kind that's how we know that we're doing a good job you like what's coming out we can do more and give us a rating most important yes the most important part is to give us a rating so itunes apple Podcasts, whatever it's called knows that we're doing a good job we move up in the ranks and that's how we get exposed to more people. That's so right. to that end, give us five. <laughs> what? Nothing. I don't know. Five <laughs> nothing. Yeah. No, don't give us five nothings. Give us uh, five Mr. Minds. Okay. He clones himself. Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Mr.'s Mind. Mr.'s Mind? Yes. Mm. But of course, it becomes very dangerous for the Marvel family. But ultimately, he turns against himself. How do we get rid of the other minds? Because it's a fun comic. They can't get stepped on or eaten by birds or something. Oh, my gosh. I know. They just use the machine again and it turns back into one, Mr. Mind. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's still too, too dark. Too dark. Too dark for a Captain Marvel story. So, yeah. yeah. Give us five stars instead. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week to celebrate belatedly the birthday of Batman. Yes. 
by reading a Batman comic to be revealed at some point in the future. Sounds good. But I think I know what it's going to be. And we're signing off. Until then, I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hanna. Keep the geek fires burning. It's an upbeat, inspirational song about life.